following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome to Friday edition of Main Street Sports. Today, made it to the Friday, almost the weekend. Joining us today, Landon Seacrest at Seco Sports. Talk a little NBA Finals action. Game four tonight in Beantown. He'll preview that and react to games one, two, and three. Also, our daily Braves chatter as well. The dubs just keep on coming. College football coaches... Maybe some we missed on with our initial thoughts. We'll own up to it. Don't know if they're necessarily our personal thoughts on that in the beginning, but some that may have missed the boat. That and so much more. It is the Friday edition of Main Street Sports Today. Here are your hosts, the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton, and the Sun Drop Kid from Alabama, one Christopher Yao. Hey, what's up? It is Friday and final show of the week. Looking forward to next week when y'all don't have to see me. You don't have to come back, but it'll be better if you do. Exactly. Trust me. Show will be just fine. <laughs> it's not going to hurt anybody. Um, man, we got a lot going on today. And Mo, how's Friday going? It's it's going. You know, like you said, it's the last day of the week for the show, anyway. Um, and already, planning for next week has begun, so it never ends. This is the show that never ends. Literally, yeah. It's on and on, my friends, on and on and on. <laughs> Again, hope you guys are ready for a lot of stuff to come your way. JP told you about all the things coming. So we'll get into it because our top story today is Tony LaRusa is an idiot. <laughs> At this point, which I know that they pretty well overachieved last year, but he's made some boneheaded calls as the manager of the Chicago White Sox, but I don't think I have ever seen a manager. intentionally walk someone who already had two strikes on them already had two strikes. I, I don't get it. The, the, the batting average in major league baseball, when a player has two strikes on them is just lower than low to intentionally walk Trey Turner, who hasn't played well this year at all. Anyway, in order to get a, lefty-lefty matchup with Max Muncy, who admittedly, coming off an injury, hadn't hadn't been playing much. And hadn't been playing well. When he did play. But, but you had two strikes on a guy. You intentionally walk him, and Max Muncy makes you pay. He goes to Taco. Three-run jack. I'm trying to find exactly what the situation was. I think there was a runner on base ahead of Trey Turner who moved up on a wild pitch, I think, to open up first base in that situation. And 
Turner down in the count one and two when they decided to put him on. And it was a, was it 10-2 at the time? No, it was, um, no, it wasn't 7-2. Yeah. White Sox over the Dodgers. And like you said, Muncie makes them pay with a three-run home run to make it 7-5, and the Dodgers went on to win it 11-9, I believe. So, but, you know, over the course of Tony La Russa's managerial career, he's been an out-of-the-box guy. You know, he's batted the pitcher eighth when he was in the National League where there was no DH and, and different things like that. And, you know, he's been accepted throughout his career as a forward thinker and that kind of thing. But, you know, there's no real explanation other than him blustering through and and being the smartest guy in the room and that kind of thing for intentionally walking a guy that you've got two strikes on. And and even if you can explain it in the vacuum, I think you certainly got to be able to step back and say once Muncie hits a home run that, okay, all right, we we guessed we guessed wrong. I mean, you've got to be able to own your mistakes in that in that in that spot. But instead, he doubles down and says it wasn't a tough decision. Should have been a tough decision. Well, maybe it maybe it wasn't a tough decision. It might have been the wrong one, but it it clearly wasn't difficult. He made it fairly quickly. According to Yahoo Sports, here's the way the the conversation went post-game. Is there some question about whether that was a good move or not? You know what he hits against left-handed pitching? With 0-1 or two strikes, you know what he hits? You know what Muncie hits with two strikes against left-handed pitching? Is that really a question? Because it was one and two? Turner was a strike left against a left-hander, something you can avoid if you can. We had an open base, and Muncie happened to be the guy behind him, and that's the better matchup. If somebody disagrees, that's the beauty of this game. Welcome to it. That wasn't a tough call. Well, I mean, again, it's it, it's not like he just randomly decided to do this. I mean, when Freeman moved up on the wild pitch, it left the base open, and so you go, okay. Um, I guess I can see that with two strikes. Well, I I mean no, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm saying it. It's not just a random decision. It wasn't like the base had been open the entire at bat, and he was like, you know what? I know we got two strikes on, but let's put him on anyway. You know, it, it was at least somewhat calculated. I don't know, as you like to say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I'm just saying. I, I'm not. Uh, not I'm not, not defending. Just, I mean, the move. Not, I'm just you're, saying you're, that it's, it's not just two strikes. I mean, it's one and two, and it's not three and two. And you just conceded a pitch, right? <laughs> you conceded it's three. one and two. I mean, 
Heck, throw him two more pitches off the plate. Maybe you get him to swing at one of them. That's true. You you could intentionally walk him without intentionally walking him. Unintentionally, intentionally walk him. Yeah. There's a lot of things you could do other than just put him on right there. Well, uh, Ben Clemens, who, you know, fan graphs, goes into it. And do you know how hard it is to hit with two strikes? After a one-two count, the league is hitting 167. Uh, so uh, in, in, in Muncie's career, he has a 132. Uh, hit, well, he's better against left-handers uh, than he is against right-handers. So much higher average, according to Clemens. I just feel like I'd rather pitch to Turner with the base open and maybe walk him, but pitch to him, than put him on and pitch to Muncie with runners first and second. When I'm up in the count. Seventy one percent chance of him having would have been out. Turner. Yes. So there you go. I think you take that. One would think. But we're not Tony LaRusso. And <sighs> we don't get paid the big bucks like he. Uh, I'm not sure how much longer he's going to get paid the big bucks, but I guess. He's earned that decision making, though, hasn't he? Has he? I mean, he won a couple World Series, didn't he? This guy had managed in 10 years when the White Sox brought him back. But he's... I mean, they basically went and, ret- and, and, and rescued him from the old folks' home. He's 78 years old. Okay. 77, excuse me. Well, and, and I tell you, he walks around that dugout. If you look at clips of him in the White Sox dugout, it looks like he's about half awake. <laughs> he may only be half awake. And that was the half that put Trey Turner on base with two strikes Could yesterday. Be. Well, they were, they were pretty bad before he got there, and he went to the playoffs last year. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, yeah, he's earned a little bit. I'll give him that. So, I, I guess my question would become, though, at what point does his? At what point do his credentials stop overshadowing his current? At what point does it become a? what have you done for me lately type situation like it is for most guys in that position. And that's on the the GM in the front office there. You're right. I mean, it's, yes, he has earned the right to make crazy decisions. Does that mean that he should still be doing them? Those are two different questions. White Sox are three games under 500. They're five games back in the American League Central, and they have a minus 57 run differential, which is fourth worse in the American League. But he won ninety. Now, now, now Tim Anderson is hurt, but that's not all of that. But he won ninety three games last year. He's not going to win ninety three games this year. I didn't say he was. I'm just saying that yes, JP has a point. He he has earned a little bit of grace. Um, I don't like him. I mean, one he's you know he won the Cardinals in general is one reason not to like him. But you you got to respect the career. Now, if the White Sox want to keep doing what they're doing, I, 
That's on them. I, if it were the Braves, we'd I'd be much more inclined to give a crap. But I don't. Well, I mean, I don't care. It's yeah. just, you know. You're, you're just asking the question, you know, overall. Well, I mean, I as, as a baseball fan, you want to see good baseball. That was not it. No, that was just dumb. Just dumb. And, and you know, how many other managers would be any kind of way defended for making a similar decision? If Dusty Baker had done that, would we be talking about, well, he's won a World Series. He's won 2,000 games. Would we? I mean, would that be the reaction? It would for me. Dusty Baker's earned it. Now, if, you know, what's the guy in New York? Which one? The Yankees dude. What's his name? He don't get that. Who is Boone? Yeah, yeah, Aaron Boone. He don't get that. No, you're an idiot. You got to go. But yeah, I mean, I feel like if if you if if you've won a World Series or two and you know what you're doing and you've won two thousand games, yeah, you get that. You, look, you made a call, interesting call, but you made it and gone. It is crazy that they lost the game though. They ended up losing after they were being up seven two. Yeah. All right, let's uh, send it to JP because we have a lot going on in the rundown this week because it's the weekend rundown. Still a page, though. Still only one page, JP. The weekend rundown, one page. So you don't have a lot to worry about. Okay. All right, you ready? Here you go. Here's the rundown. The Friday Rundown is brought to you by Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. The voice of the Blue Raiders also wants to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Contact Chip at 615-542-1915 or through his website at choosechip.net. Chip Walters, proud to support local youth sports in southern Middle Tennessee. Yes, he is, and we are thankful for that. Looking at the rundown today, this monitor. There we go. All right, coming over here. Thursday results. Diamondbacks, 5-4 winners over the Reds uh, last night. It was the Rays, 2-1 over the Cardinals. Phillies defeat the Brewers, 8-3. And the Braves continue their winning ways, 3-1 over the Pirates. Eight. Eight in a row. Parates. As the Braves go with their dubs, the Sounds appear to go with their L's. Norfolk took both games of a seven-inning doubleheader last night at First Horizon Park, 5-4-5-3. Oklahoma in the College World Series, 10-5 winners over Texas women's and College women's, and that sealed the deal. Did that not? It did. Sealed the deal. Oklahoma, just as our gentleman predicted, would win the College World <laughs> did Series. Did not go three games. as one of them. Did not, yes. NHL last night, the Lightning, 3-1 winners over the Rangers, and they take a lead in that series. Uh, three, 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 one? two, three, three, one. Is it three, one, three, one game five. You're right. Game five is tonight. I was, uh, was looking down. No, it's tomorrow, tomorrow, whatever. It's on the schedule. I'll get to it in just a moment. Stand sure. by. <laughs> they take a three, one lead in the series. <laughs> Weekend schedule coming up. Uh, Cubs at the Yankees, Brewers and Washington. The Pirates continue their series in Atlanta. Why Reds did I write Washington? Why did I write Washington? I have I have the nickname Natties. of every other team except the Natinals. It happens. I guess. It Sorry. happens. Continue. Uh, people know what they are. 
Uh, Norfolk continues the series in Nashville against the Sounds. They don't even know what they are. Nationals, Nationals. Nationals, yeah. Sometimes they don't. Uh, College baseball Super Regionals underway today. Currently, it is the top of the eighth. East Carolina leads Texas 8-7 in the 8-9 game, game one. And Virginia Tech trailing Oklahoma in the top of the first. one nothing. Oklahoma has gotten on board, and they still are batting in the bottom of, excuse me, the top of the first there. Later on today, Notre Dame at uh, Tennessee. That is a 5 o'clock central start on ESPN2. And at 7.30 tonight on ESPN, Louisville is at Texas A&M. Other weekend super regionals, Arkansas and North Carolina, Ole Miss at Southern Miss, Auburn and Oregon State, UConn and Stanford. Those all commence on Saturday. Game four tonight of the NBA Finals, the Warriors and the Celtics, 8 p.m. ABC. The Celtics hold a two games to one lead. We'll talk with Landon Seacrest about this series coming up around 3 o'clock today. Saturday, game five, as we mentioned, the Rangers at the Lightning, 7 o'clock. Tampa Bay can finish off the Rangers in a win there. It's on ESPN Saturday night. Sunday, NASCAR is in Sonoma, California. And uh, 3 p.m. Central start on FS1, the Toyota Save Mart 350. And Saturday evening, Nashville SC against San Jose. And that is a 7 o'clock first touch, that out in San Jose. Is that correct? No, you said at Nashville. Gotcha. Sorry, soccer, you know, because they always put the home team first. It's very weird. But you had at, so I got to pay attention to that. Uh, speaking of paying attention, that is your Friday Rundown brought to you by ChooseShip.net. All right, we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, we will unfortunately have to forego our weekly visit with Jeff Him. He is unavailable today, and that's okay. But I do want to mention, fireworks tonight. If you are headed to First Horizon, be prepared to stay through the game because fireworks will commence after the ball game. Ooh. Waiting on it all uh, year long. Ooh. When we come back, uh, we will talk about uh, a little, little unique situation out in Vegas in uh, the Raiders organization. So stick around. Main Street Sports. They just use Raiders and unique. Well, this is not, this is unique because they're actually doing good things, normal things. So. <laughs> Back after this. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game 
You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731 and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yow, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant here on this Friday edition. Glad to have you guys with us. Huh. So, yeah, unique situation out in Vegas as they are, you know, doing normal things. They've restructured a few deals, obviously did so, in, uh, and then signed Devontae Adams uh, through a trade with the Green Bay Packers. Um, Hunter Renfro. The former Clemson Tiger, who was literally there for 12, 12 years. years at least. Um, did, did you say 12? As yes, well? I did. <laughs> so he must have been there for 12. Hey, back in the day, if two reporters said it, it was it happened. Right. <laughs> so, you know, um, Max Crosby, the pass rusher, who is a fantastic pass rusher. Two X's. Two X's on Max, that's right. Yeah. Ooh, baby, he's a double XL. Um, and Derek Carr, the quarterback, all get restructured deals. Renfro got a two-year extension, by the way, $32 million, 21 guaranteed. From a guy who was decent in college for a really good team with really good quarterbacks and really crappy competition, he was meh. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't bad, but he wasn't like their number one guy. But it felt like every big pass he caught. Sure. It, but do you know that he caught 103 passes for the, for, for the Raiders last year? 103. Do you know what the record is for most passes caught by a Raider in a season? 103. 104 by Tim Brown. Now, he had an extra game, Renfro did. Still, they couldn't find a way to get him two more balls. 103 passes. This guy never caught more than 62 passes in a year for Clemson. Caught double that. Who else was there, though? I I cannot give you a single receiver. Justin, what's his name? Was he there at the time at any point? 
He wasn't the best receiver on any of those Clemson teams. No, but he, <laughs> but and yet, <laughs> and yet he caught 103 balls for the Raiders last I, year. Yeah. So this is this is where I'm, I'm I'm a little you know. How many times do you see guys who were just kind of you know maybe really good you know, slot guys that you know, for for college, but he's got to be one of the most. Uh, unusual people to get a big NFL contract. Like, kind of like what we we're talking about, or, you know, later with college football coaches, we mm-hmm. thought we're going to be hits and, and we're misses. This is a guy you didn't expect to be that good, and now he's the number one receiver. Well, I guess he's now number two with Devontae Adams, but <laughs> I mean, 21 million guaranteed. I, and this guy looks more like a coach. His his shirtless picture, his shirtless picture looks worse than Brady's from the combine. I'm I'm looking at an article and I I hesitate to acknowledge, but I'm looking at an article from the Green Greenville News in Greenville, South Carolina. Hunter Renfro, a former college football walk on, has the third highest salary among eight former Clemson football wide receivers in the NFL. Okay. That's it, it's it's remarkable. It really is. And now you pair him up with Devontae Adams. I don't know if DeAndre Hopkins and Mike Williams were there at the same time that he was there. I don't think so. Justin Ross is who you Ross, were thinking about. But um his numbers stack up well with Hopkins and Williams, apparently. I think Mike Williams might have been there when he was there. Yes, Mike Williams was there. Um, T. Higgins was after him. Um, I don't know. He was there for so long. He His senior year might have been Higgins. Sammy freshman. Watkins and Amari Rogers. Ah, Sammy Watkins was. Yeah. But Sammy was a little older than him. Yeah. I mean, Renfro was there with, with Watson and... When, when did he graduate? 18? Renfro had 2,133 receiving yards and 15 touchdowns. In his career. 15 to 18. In his career. It's insane. 15 to 18. But he's the one who caught the game winner in 15 mm-hmm. against yeah. Alabama from in, Deshaun Watson. In, in the front corner yes. of the end zone, yeah. On the not pick play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Might have been. Maybe not. I don't know. But uh, that just – one that tells you how long he was there, man. Anyway, I, I just didn't expect Hunter Renfro to be, you know, that out here making money. Mm, not that kind of money. <laughs> and then Devontae Adams comes in, and you know, obviously filling a void left there, um, and says, "Hey, guys, all that stuff that y'all wrote about me wanting to get out of Green Bay, uh, taking less money to do so if I needed to, it's all true." Hundred percent true. If you heard it, it was it was true. And one of the little nuggets that he dropped in there was like, I couldn't risk my career for Rogers to, you know, to be there for a year or two. Yeah. So he clearly thinks that Rogers is getting ready to hang it up. Well, even if he doesn't think Rogers is getting ready to hang it up, 
You never know. No, you never know. And, you know, as a receiver, you're basically only as good as the guy getting the ball to you. He said, I love Jordan Love, but. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's always a but. You know, it's like I I tell Sarah all the time, like you, you know, if we get into a fight and she'll apologize, you say, I'm sorry, but if you have to say, but you're not sorry. If you have to say, but you don't love me. I'm I'm going to leave that conversation between you and I'm Mrs. just Yow, That's just in general. Yeah. That's just in general. You I know don't disagree with your concept. I'm just not sure that's the example I would have used. Well, it is, it's, it's the example that I have. It's my real life example. I, I mean, <laughs> if you, if I say I love you, but I, I probably don't love you. And and if you say I'm sorry, but then you're probably not sorry. Probably not sorry. Yeah. So. It's, Devontae Adams, man. JP. Yes. Can we activate some type of a ring camera or something at the Yow House tonight? Yeah. <laughs> she, she, she's just stopped watching the show to make sure that she doesn't get angry with me and drive up That's here. That's a wise decision. <laughs> it really wise is. Wise decision. I, I, could, I, I mean, I can say just about anything, and the only person going to tell her my dad. Sarah, you know what he said about you? <laughs> I can see Chuck doing that. Oh, he would too. He'd tattletale. Chuck's a snitcher. Oh, yeah. Hey. He's got to be entertained somehow. That's true. I mean, you got to find your entertainment. Where do you think I got can. chaos from? Chuck doesn't know the snitches get stitches. Well, he's not He's not worried about it for me. What, what am I going to do? Beat up a cripple man? Come on. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying, I, how am I supposed to get back at him? <laughs> it just makes me look even that... Much more worse. That much more worse. Exactly. A lose-lose. It, is, case, it right? is exactly a lose-lose. The definition of a lose-lose situation for one Christian. <laughs> what am I going to do? Just sit there and take it. Huh? Take it. There you go. <laughs> wow. He, I can tell you he's probably falling out of his chair laughing right now. This is no question. He's laughing his butt off. Well, hey, as long as we're entertaining Chuck. Hey, yeah. that's really all we're here for. Mo, Mo just sits there and says, does that make you feel better, Chuck? You feel better? Okay. There we go. You feel better about yourself? Good job. Good job. <laughs> Let's take a break, and I'll complain about my mom on the other side of it. Well done. Stick around. Good evening. <laughs> Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 
or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731 and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Seattle, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant here with you on this Friday edition. Glad to have you with us. And the Atlanta Braves have claimed first baseman Mike Ford off of waivers from the Seattle Mariners and optioned him to Triple-A Gwinnett. Uh, To make room on the 40-man roster, they designated infielder Joseph Denand Denand for assignment. Not heard of any of these people. I don't people. know either of those people. Yeah. I don't I, know them. I don't know who you are. Yeah. Uh, the and hopefully I won't have to. Yeah. Yeah. The Atlanta Braves going for nine in a row tonight. Ronald Acuna Jr. back in right field, leading off. Swanson, Riley, Olson, Darno, Albies, Contreras, Duvall, and Harris. Spencer Strider on the bump. You can watch it on Bally Sports Southeast if you have Bally. If you don't, too bad. Because here's what's interesting. Uh-huh. The Pirates are also starting Contreras. Which one? On the bump. I, oh. I don't know. I don't know who Contreras for Pittsburgh is. There's a lot of them out there. Apparently. There's a William and a Wilson. Is this one uh, I don't Wally? Know if they're related or not. This is <laughs> Wilbur. Walter. <laughs> it's, it's one of those. I, I don't know. It's um, no, there's a, I like that lower third, JP. Yeah, we were eight in a row. Uh, big, big win last night. Um, Max Freed gets the dub. Gives up just a single solo home run. You like it today? Yeah, you were what? Remember, I interrupted you and told you what I was doing yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just well, that's keep good. It, no, keeping it going. It. Oh, that's, yeah. Oh, it's sticking until they lose. <laughs> I mean, well, they've not lost uh, since that team meeting. Right. Mo, so. Rowanzi Contreras. R O A N S Y Contreras. Rowanzi, I guess. I don't know. Ronzi. He's a rookie. He's listed as a relief pitcher, 22 years old. Well, so so basically, this is going to be the worst uh, night ever 
for pitching in the Spencer Strider and Roanzi Contreras, who are both relief pitchers. One and O with a one nine three ERA Ooh. is Mr. Contreras. Okay. So. Okay. Well, maybe not then. So we'll see. Should be uh, look. Strider one and two with a two seven six. He's thrown well in his two starts. Yeah, when he is expected to go several innings, he pitches better for whatever reason. And and I think you have to take that into consideration when you are using him. I mean, yeah, the 100-mile-an-hour you know, heat sounds great in a one-inning uh, situation, but if if he feels more comfortable in – Long relief or as a starter giving you four or five innings. I don't know why you don't just let him go. And his secondary pitches seem to allow him to be effective over long stretches. His changeup is disgusting. Well, for a guy who's touching 100 with his fastball. Yeah. I mean, changeup is 92. I saw Tom House tweeted the other day. He said, my 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 fastball was 12 miles an hour slower than this guy's changeup. Thank God I played when I did. <laughs> so uh, that to say, if you're not following Tom House on Twitter, what are you doing? I, I really don't know what you're doing with the Twitter if you're not following it. But yeah, so uh, Braves continued their series with the Pirates after the win last night. It, it's, I, I'm not sure. I haven't seen the, uh, the standings today, but the Braves continue to chop into that Mets lead. It's now six and a half. Uh, chop into chopping into the lead of the National League East Division champions. You know <laughs> mean? Yeah, according to them and Sal, the Angels continue to get slaughtered. The Brewers, ever since they started messing with the sounds. Rotation have not played well, nor have the sounds. So what? I I mean, what's the deal? The world is upside down right now. Well, there's there's only one team that I'm concerned with being upside down, and I'm glad they are right now. No so, question. Yeah, and as you mentioned, Contreras getting the start tonight. That be William in the in the seven spot and. All he does is hit for extra bases. Unless he hits it too hard. Yeah. Then he only gets a single. Then he only gets a single. <laughs> yeah. Um, really like what this team is doing right now. And there's an article on The Athletic about, you know, this stretch since the team meeting before the series finale against Arizona and – how there wasn't any paint peeled, there was, you know, there was wasn't any furniture thrown or destroyed or anything like that. Just Snitker telling everybody we're better than this and let's play like it. And you know, if that's all it took, why did we wait fifty something games? I don't know, but um, you know, they they've won eight straight, as JP has pointed out in the graphic, and. You know, they're they're not going to go undefeated. But it's nice to see them, as we've said so often, taking advantage of this stretch in the schedule. 
and they swept a not very good Oakland team, as Mets fans have pointed out. They've gotten off to a good start in this series against a not great Pirates team. You know, they they're not great, but they're not bad. They took advantage of of Colorado at home, but there's something to be said for doing what you're supposed to do. As I've said on numerous occasions, because not everybody does. Well, you know, it, that's one of the things that a lot of folks said were, you know, positive about the Mets. They were beating teams they're supposed to beat and that sort of thing. And, and when you start beating the teams you're supposed to beat, then you feel good about your chances no matter who you are, mm-hmm. right? I mean, if you if you feel like you're supposed to be beating the Pirates and the Athletics and the Rockies. And you do. And you do, then you got to feel good about it. So, I, I, well done, Atlanta. They continue their their streak, thirty one and twenty seven now, uh, well over five hundred at this point. So, thank you. Tell us what happened this day in Braves history, Mo. June tenth, nineteen seventy two. Hank Aaron's grand slam helps the Atlanta Braves to a fifteen three rout of the Phillies. It is Aaron's six hundred forty ninth career home run, moving him ahead of Willie Mays into second place on the career list. It is also his 14th Grand Slam, tying the National League record set by Gil Hodges of the Dodgers. Boo. Chicks dig the long ball. (laughs) Just ask Maddox and Glavin, baby. All right, when we come back, it's halftime, so stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Y'all, we'll be back after... 